We are back with the effective fixtures behind us. We are both, somewhat unsurprisingly, back to our losing ways. But as we edge closer to the halfway point of the season, there's plenty of time for redemption. On this week's episode, we'll mourn the end of the festive fixtures and also look ahead to some very intriguing bets for Match Week 18. All that and more on this week's episode of Hammer the Over. Good end to, to the festive uh, fixtures, huh, Shay? Yeah, I mean, there. it seemed like there was just a game on every day, every hour, whenever you wanted there to be, um, minus a few COVID-related cancellations, which we'll get into. Um, yeah. But on the end of this past match week... Um, both of us were, you know, back to where we usually are in the negative. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I'll just give a quick rundown of where we ended up. Um, I had had City money line plus one twenty. Hit that for two units. Liverpool. We're recording actually on Monday after Liverpool shit the bed against Southampton. So the three units I put on that, not the greatest mm-hmm. luck. Uh, Sheffield Palace over on your free money alert. Thanks for sharing. Uh, that one did not hit. Didn't lose uh, though. Didn't lose though. It was two. It was a flat two. So let people know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, and then of course we had our mayor's bet, which I'm glad neither of us went in on. I had Wolves money line. You had Brighton money line. We decided neither of us to go in on it, and it ended up being a tie. So there's some poetic justice there. There we go. Um, but that put me down uh, just over one and a half units. And then Sasha put up an offer with the Sheffield Palace over not hitting, Leeds Spurs over pushing, and Villa plus a half losing. So down three units. But, you know, it's another week. Another opportunity to cash. Back at it again. Back at it again. All right. Well, let's start with the let's start with the, in my opinion, the match of the week, uh, United Villa. I mean, United are kind of a wagon now, and don't quote me on this, but I think that they haven't lost in like nine matches or something, like nine or ten matches or something crazy. It sucks that they're good now. It's like, and now I'm like slowly like starting to admit it. I mean, yeah. I have to think from your perspective, having Villa plus a half, when it was 1-1, you had to be feeling a little uneasy because Bruno hadn't gotten his goal yet, and you know he's going to get his, which was inevitable. I mean, it ended up being on a penalty, but like he's going to score every single game. I mean, dude, the, the Bruno penalty, that's the... I mean, that's the... Did you like so since he since his since coming to the league, he has 
nine penalties since February 2020. That's two more than any other player. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, like, you don't even really think of United as a team that gets that many penalties. Like, they get a lot, but not really that, that many. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that he's two more above the next. It's kind of crazy, to be honest. Like, it's just, yeah. He's a... He's he's kind of, like, it's frustrating because I don't know whether United have a style, you know? Like, usually when a team is top of the table, really, really good, you think, like, okay, you know, this is how they play. Yeah, yeah like, before that- we had the heavy metal football, like, City, when they won, it was, like, all of the ridiculous passing and like possession and like finishing opportunities. You that's know? right. That's right. United. It's just kind of like, uh, Play. they clumsily yeah. win every week. <laughs> yeah. Pray for Bruno to kind of figure it out again. Yeah. So it's just like, but he's really good. He is, he's, he's, I mean, he's, he's excellent. The he's, so he's not only does he, taking the most penalties. He also, since coming to United during that time frame, he's tied with Salah for most goals and assists during the, during, really? during those matches with 32. Yeah. I mean, dude, like, I think he's the player of the year right now. If he had to give it out today, I think he's the I think so, too. I think so, yeah. too. I mean, it would, if... If Spurs are in the position that United is now points-wise, I think you might have to say Harry Kane just because of what he's doing with the goals and the assists. But mm-hmm. if United finishes above Spurs and they keep on this pace and Bruno keeps on this scoring pace, it's got to be him. And also, like, the clutch, right? The like clutch. He, like, he's not, like, just, like... Like, I mean, United are winning every game, like, 2-1. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not blowing teams out. Like they need every one of his goals. They need them. Yeah, they're they're decisive. Uh, Chelsea, City. I mean, the City. Are we are we saying City's back? Did XG of three? Chelsea point six nine. I mean, I had this, and I was like, "Their City's been playing unreal. Where they're deep, they're basically like a shutdown defensive team now. Like that's who they are." And yeah, these past couple of games they've been putting in goals too. Um, but like, even with Zach Steffen replacing Ederson, City City still had a dominant defensive effort. Um, I wouldn't say they're back to being a week in week out over Daddy play, mm-hmm. but like, they're definitely worth betting if you ever get them positive on the money line or even, like, minus one. We'll talk about what they've got coming up this week and how it's kind of prohibitive, but, I mean, they're definitely starting to become a machine again. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, my thoughts on Chelsea is that I kind of think, like, uh, I think now we're seeing the real Chelsea. Now this is it. This is it. This feels more like it. I, I don't understand why it 
it's just odd how much rotation Chelsea has with the squad. Because there's yeah. no because there's no identity yet, and I'm like, well, dude, like you, you can't, you're not really like building an identity. You kind of sold because because last year when it was like Chelsea kids plus Pulisic, it was like, oh, like there's a there's an identity. They kind of they've played with each other since they were you know sixteen, seventeen. Like this is a, a, a fun team. Now it's like. Dude, like Kai, I mean, Timo's still good, but he's not like, he doesn't look like Red Bull's Timo. Yeah, it just feels like a bunch of hired guns now that are just haven't gelled together yet. And I yeah. feel like some of that's going to be on Frank. But the guy that they got from, uh, uh, from, uh, from AX, he doesn't, that guy does not look like the guy that, terrorize Real Madrid he just doesn't yeah. like he just like he's a, it's just very ordinary I don't know and it's like yeah my uh, uh, my buddy who's a United fan maintains that this result is because uh, was because City had a extended break due to their COVID and he says that they lied about the COVID in order <laughs> to get out to kind of get through effects uh, best of fixtures and you know, get a little artificial break in there. So silly. So silly. I will say, the the one last note I'll say on this game is that it was fun to see Zach Steffen and Pulisic go head-to-head. Like, America. Yeah. That, yeah. That, it is very, like, it is kind of crazy that that's just, like, normal now. Yeah. Now there's, like, Americans regularly playing. It is pretty crazy. Uh, uh, our two teams for the week, Brighton 3, Wolves 3. I thought Brighton outplayed Wolves, personally. Uh, I mean, well, Wolves went up 3-1. And I was just like, this is going to be insurmountable for Brighton. But mm-hmm. Wolves yet again proved Sasha's theory of the Wolverhampton Wanderers and that they play down to bad teams. So... I mean, what else can you say, right? This week, very interesting play, Everton. Stay tuned, but I think you'll know what side I'm picking. <laughs> I mean, uh, speaking of Americans, too, it was that Owen Otisawi kid who had the golden opportunity at the yeah. end for Wolves to head that home, but he just boned it. Boned um, it. I mean, I'm still counting it as a win because it's great to see so many Americans getting meaningful minutes in the Premier League. So, a W for America, but a tie for Wolves. <laughs> uh, Spurs leads. Leads are still my overdads. I mean, that's just a performance. When you can't do it, when you can't pull it out, you just you just let them in just to. Yeah, just for <laughs> don't hit the player. Hit the Keep your kids alive, you know what I mean? Keep everyone that's betting on you in the game. It's a tough look for Leeds, though, and like they dominated the possession, generated pretty much the same amount of chances as Spurs did. Mm-hmm. But Spurs just played their game that they're like the team with probably the most identity is like they hang back, yeah. and then when they get their counterattacking opportunities or they get their opportunities in the box, yes. they, they've fucking capitalized on them. 
and you can do that when you have fucking clinical finishers like Kane and Son. Um, but not every team can use that strategy, obviously. Yeah. If Spurs played in the in the gross Sheffield pink jerseys, I would be like, that's Spurs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 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 I could watch that game and I'd be like, oh. You do a double take. Spurs, like, that's the same team. Yeah, Spurs are Spurs are playing in Sheffield colors. Like that's that's very obvious. Uh, so not much to take away from this game. I think Spurs are Spurs get results. I feel like they're. I feel like you know they're. It's crazy that they just do the counterattack thing versus everybody now. Yeah, like, I feel like they're gonna play Sheffield. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna play Sheffield, and they're still gonna be like, "Oh, we gotta hang back. They're they're dangerous." <laughs> they're like, they're gonna play Sheffield, and they're gonna have like thirty percent possession, and Sheffield's yeah. gonna have seventy percent possession, but it's gonna be like eight to nothing, Spurs. Yeah. Uh, quick tangent. While we're on Spurs, Pochettino to PSG. I don't know if I like it. I I don't know if PSG feels like a Pochettino team. Really? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Like, do you feel I I don't know if you can go to like having it's it's a hard job, man. PSG, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, cuz you're expected to win the league every single year. It's not just that. It's like and you're expecting Pacha didn't win one like what? 0. 0.0 trophies that's first. No, but they had an identity, you know, like you were like, oh, like that's how they play, you know what I mean? And it takes time to build that type of system. I just don't, I think this is going to be a very short spell. I think for a team like PSG, you need like an Ancelotti or somebody who's just like, yeah, like I'm not going to think too hard. Like I have Neymar. Yeah. I win the game. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's true. All right, sorry for that tangent, everybody. Uh, Palace Sheffield, this did not hit the over. This pushed, I do say, I want that correct on the record. This pushed, it was an over of two, not two and a half. Uh, this was this over, Palace's. This was two and a half. No, dude, it's two. Where just, were you looking and when? When we recorded the podcast, it was two and a half. Just make me feel better, okay? All right. Fine. Uh, I will say that I've looked back at my notes, though, and what I put down, this was before, because you spoke first about this being your free money alert and then convinced me. But what I wrote down was, I really want to do the over two and a half at plus odds, but are we sure Sheffield could even put one in the fucking net? So I want to put that on the record retroactively. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Okay, touche. I mean, not much to say. Uh, the kid from the QPR uh, guy on Sheffield, uh, Eberiche, is a he's good. He just looks like a Zaha light. You know, he does a Zaha light run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, on Palace, the kid who scored yeah. the second goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Zaha light. You know what I mean? It was like it was like okay, like fine, I'll put it in. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, not much to say. I mean, Sheffield's, Sheffield's bad. They're continuing the, continuing yeah. the streak. They're terrible. Um, my gunners for... Go off, King. West Brom, nothing. Uh, I mean, 
Dude, when I saw the weather forecast that it was going to be uh that it was gonna be snowing, I was like, that's it. We're fucked. Game over. Like I, I was like I was like that's that this is gonna be it. It's gonna be even sloppier than normal. Yeah. And I mean it seems like Arteta has figured out the key to the season, which is don't start William. Play the kids. I mean, dude, they played really well. That second goal, that was like a vintage Arsenal goal, like dribble it in. I loved it. I loved it. I loved seeing yeah, it. I connect, loved, like, the, the connect the dots goal that they had was pretty impressive. Just like zinging passes around. Oh, and then it was just like oh. an easy finish. And that's the thing about like Wenger, the Wenger sides is that they would always shit the bed against the top four. But he would always, like, he would always get three points against the bottom half. That was, like, the thing. Was that, like, Arsenal, yeah, shit against the top. But they were far, the Wenger's system was far more consistent against shitty teams. And honestly, dude, like, now they, I mean, this is the best they've looked in, like, three or four years. Wow, Minus, what a 180. If you could only listen to yourself on this podcast, uh, Chicks Watch, two weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, this is just... I'm, trust me, I'm just as shocked as you. I'm also shocked... I'm shocked that it was, like, the Chelsea game that, like, turned it around. That's, like, not a get-right game. That's not a get-right game. That's a, like... Yeah. That's a, like, okay, this is when he gets fired game. Like, yeah. you, like, circle that on the calendar. You're like, okay, they'll probably make the decision to fire him here. They'll wait two weeks, then fire him. I mean, you almost you almost fired him after that cup game against City. Oh, my God. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> but anyways, up and up. Up and up now. You know, that's a – I mean – yeah, I mean now they're now they're just how much I know. <laughs> three three oh, no. wins in a row puts them uh six points off of Europe. So definitely out of the relegation zone. I know. Although to be fair, I did call for Smith Rowe and for Martinelli a month ago. So maybe if people had listened to me, we'd be in champions by now. <laughs> So, am, I watching, am I watching an episode of Arsenal Fan TV or yeah. doing Hammer the anyway. Uh Okay. The last game. Not close. Not even close. <laughs> oh my god, I missed Newcastle Leicester. Okay. Alright, second to last game. Uh no, there's three games left. Wait, we did we did Leeds, we did Palace, we did Brighton. We still have we Southampton, Ham. Liverpool, Newcastle, Leicester. Oh my God, Southampton, West Ham, and Everton. Okay, okay, okay. And then, like, of course, Burnley, Fulham got moved. I have before we get to the next. I have no idea when Fulham's last two matches are going to be rescheduled to because they missed two in a row because of COVID. Like, it literally took until this week for them to reschedule the Burnley United game from week one and the City whoever they're playing that got rescheduled because of like how deep they played um, last season. So it, it, I feel like it, it might it, be it good. Though. Get wonky. The schedule is about to get wonky for sure. I feel like it, it's good if you're in that relegation zone because you know how much matches. Yeah. You know, you always have, you know, you always have hope. 
exactly, which is the worst thing, <laughs> which is the worst thing a relegation side could have. But anyway, <laughs> on to the games yeah. that actually happened this weekend. On to the games that actually happened. So Newcastle Leicester. This is the most Newcastle Leicester. I think we called this result perfectly. It was like Leicester was going to play. They were going to win. It was going to be difficult, but they're going to get through it. That's I mean, exactly how that shit down. I I, wa- I watched this one and Leicester was like completely in control. Um, and then Andy Carroll just comes on was a late sub and makes it super interesting for the last 10 minutes. So yeah. the last 10 minutes were really frantic and fun. But like before that, I was kind of snoozing watching it. Um, yeah. Which I guess is good for Leicester. Cause if you're trying to be any sort of title contender, these are the types of games where you absolutely need to grind out the three points. Yep. Grind, grind, grind. Uh, the most boring game of the week, Everton West Ham. I mean, I didn't. I have. I my only note on this game was meh. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's just very boring. It's just surprising because I like, like I like those teams. Yeah, know? both of those teams can be and have been pretty explosive this season. So I don't know. That was just a whatever result. Yeah. Uh, last match: Southampton Liverpool. Uh, <laughs> do I have pie in my face on this one? I mean, dude, like, it's Southampton or... I mean, it's not that Southampton are good. I think everyone knew that. I think it's just Liverpool is not the Terminator. That's what fucked me up. Because I was like, last week I said... Southampton has been overperforming against what they've actually been playing like. Everybody knows that. And, like, mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. can you how can you even lose? Like, the worst that could happen is you push this bet at Liverpool minus one. And to, I, when I was watching the game today, I mean, I was still confident in Liverpool's chances to go up at least two to one and get me that push. But they never ended up creating – like, they had all the possession. They never ended up just creating the good chances. Like, they had – 17 shots, but only one of them was actually on goal. Um, yeah. But the real dagger, the real fucking twist of the knife in my back was when Ralph, I don't even know how to f- pronounce his last fucking name, the Southampton manager, Hussenhaudel, however the hell you pronounce it, he looked mm-hmm. like he was about to cry at the final whistle. It's like, come on, man. That can't inspire that much confidence in your team right now. You could act like you've been there before. Like, they're literally trying to play for Europe next year, and you're crying because you beat Liverpool halfway through the season? Come on, bro. I know. It's also because, like, like they're, like, like they're going to make ch- – they, they have a good chance at Champs League. Yeah. They have, like, a they have a legit chance for – well, maybe not top four, but maybe, like, top six, yeah. Um, and here he is, like, crying like he just won the fucking Super Bowl when he beat – uh, Liverpool side 1-0 that had the Ox starting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that was the that was the end of the festive fixtures. Uh, let's take a break and uh, review the table and the upcoming fixtures after this. All right, and we're back. Uh, so, Shay, you want to jump into the jump into the Almighty table. Yeah, dude. I mean, as always, like, it's a beautiful thing. But especially right now, where there are three points separating 10th place from 4th place. Like, you gotta love that. You gotta love the shit out of that. 
I think we're finally going to get ourselves a good old-fashioned title race this year. It's great. I mean, the craziest part is, one, is that the United surge, four wins in the last five, and the Chelsea downfall. So did you know that Chelsea... So Chelsea has lost four times since the start of December, and there's two crazy stats about this. So one is that the only two teams to have lost more are West Brom and Sheffield during the same time frame. And at 26 points, Chelsea have three points fewer than 17 league games than they did last season. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, the Blues, the Blues have never finished higher than sixth when amassing a maximum of 26 points at this stage of the campaign. That's from Opta Joe. Wow. That's actually surprising because, I mean, it feels like with the talent they have, if they figure out, you know, what like we were saying earlier, if they figure out who their identity is, they could turn this thing around real quickly and put together a run of results. But I mean, who am I to argue with off to jail, you know? I mean, dude, that's just like <sighs> Right? <laughs> yeah. What a fall from grace. And I mean the thing is they're still with very much within striking distance of the top four. I mean they're only three points out from fourth place right now, but it feels like they're a lot further back. Right? Yeah. Um, in terms of the uh, in terms of the betting odds, predictably, is Man City, City still the favorite? City are now the favorite minus one ten. <clears throat> That's crazy, dude. They're in fifth. They're in fifth. I mean, they're they're starting to be a machine again, though. Like you think I just that, got like ten seconds ago. I just got excited about actually having a title race this year. But like, check in with me in ten weeks, and it's probably going to be like, "Oh, what the fuck? City's running away with it again." Do you think we're in Terminator Two at that point where they fire the first time that they fired the shotgun at the bad Terminator, and he goes into half, and then now he's like putting himself back together? Himself, yeah, this is I think <laughs> that point where he's putting himself back together. <laughs> I mean, I, was to, I I think I, I haven't looked at who because they have like City has like a run of not so great teams coming up, right? Because they've got Brighton this week and then they've got like Palace after that, then Villa, then West Brom, then Sheffield, then Burnley. Like they don't play another decent team until Liverpool on February 6th. So they, they are playing United in the League Cup on Wednesday, but I don't know if like Pep's really going to trot out the, the big boys for that, right? Yeah, I mean, with this year being so unpredictable, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like he's, he's really not going to give a shit about it. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, funny uh, – some, some fun things are that uh, – for uh for top four right now you can get Spurs positive odds plus one thirty-five. You can still get a so there's a sports book where you can get 
you can get United to stay up plus 180 on DraftKings right now. Oh, sorry, United. Sorry, United to finish uh, top four plus 180. Oh, I thought you were saying United to like stay in the Premier League. No, no, sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> top four finish for United plus odds. Plus odds. That seems that seems right. That seems right. What's um, what is uh Leicester's title odds right now? Title odds for Leicester. Oh man, they are. Let me see. Plus four thousand. The same odds. There's the same odds as Chelsea. Everton is plus ten thousand. Well, yeah, Everton's definitely not winning it. But I feel like Leicester has a legitimate shot. I don't know. It's, I mean, this is why I gamble. I've I've been saying for the past couple of weeks that I feel like Leicester is a, is a good gamble. Like, I feel like there's enough value. At it which, does feel like hovering around the same amount. This around, like, 4,000 plus 3,500 plus 4,000. Like, I feel like that's worth a flyer. Doesn't it feel like it's easier to bet on the futures? Like, just put in a future every single week. Yeah, because the odds are so ridiculously juicy. Yeah, it's just... Just put in a future every single week and then put the equivalent amount on Liverpool and City at their, like, minus 110 odds. That's what we should be doing. Do we just big brain this whole thing? I'll, uh, I'll email... I'll... I'll send you a note about this. Let's talk, we'll talk about the <laughs> All right, let's let's head into the week. Uh, we're just covering the midday fixtures, so we're going to cover uh, six matches this week. So a little shorter than usual. Uh, United of Burnley. Okay, you guys got me. United are good. They're good. I have no read on this line. Now they're like, uh, they're just getting a fuck ton of respect. Uh, Burnley's plus 600, United's minus 200. It's at Burnley, empty Burnley. Now at the yeah, lockdown. This is the game being made up from, like, this was supposed to be the first match of the season, but they wanted to give United more rest. So this is like a wonky game, too. But yeah, I don't have a. I don't have a read on this one. Like, I don't think United is going to lose this game, but, like, minus 200, like, there's just no value there. Yeah. Uh, the game I kind of like, uh, it's because my brain are playing. Uh, Brian Net City, Brian plus one and a half. Talk me out of it, Che. Why shouldn't I take Brian plus one and a half? Are you for serious? City has let up like two goals in the last fifteen matches. Like, it's gonna be like two oh three oh four oh. Like, I don't think there's any good bets in this because like, the only the only thing here that's like plus odds I think is under three at plus one oh five. I could see. I could see under three. But like. Even then, the only thing you're going to get there is like 1 0 or 2 0. Because they're not going to lose this game. Like, no. This just feels like I know how much you love 
your your seagulls, but like this just I love feels like seagulls. a stay away. Everything on this feels prohibitive to me. Like Agreed. even at the the because I was looking earlier at a book that had minus the spread minus two at minus one hundred five, and it's like mm-hmm. that's just like a double whammy. Like minus odds for a two point spread. That's just like I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Did I talk uh, you out of it? <laughs> you talked me out of it. Uh, okay. The one that you can't talk me out of is Everton at Wolves. Take Everton, pick them. Right? Everton are good, man. Everton top half of the table. Well, what really uh, put me put my brain in a pretzel on this one was your th- Wolves theory playing up to good teams and down to bad teams. But yeah, in so my brain, it's really well. In my yeah, brain, it's really hard to gauge whether or not Everton is good or bad. So I don't know what Wolves team is going to play. And then my brain just gets in this infinite loop of like, well, if, if if Wolves are good and Everton's bad, and Everton's bad, and yeah. Everton's good. <laughs> so yeah, you're saying the Wolves pick them or Everton pick them? Yeah. No, Wolves, 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 Wolves. I think Everton are. I think. This is a game where everyone was. This is a game that Wolves have more than enough talent to win, which is why they'll draw. <laughs> okay, does that make sense? And that's why I take in the pick well, instead of the money line. Yeah, like I just think that like there's this like because they're not like city level where you're like, hey, you know, they're gonna like. There's going to be that crazy Traore chance and holy shit, like, this team just has such belief, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I just think it's like Everton's right in that gray zone, right? And that's – I mean, Wolves, I I really think it's like I, – I actually can't believe that they're not better in, like, cup competitions because they'll just, like, like – They'll just play exactly to like everyone's level, you know what I mean? But just got each game out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I, I, I this was just for the exact reason I just explained with my brain and a pretzel. I have to stay away from this one, but I don't, I don't think I can talk you out of Wolves Pick'em either because that seems no. I'm doing. I'm doing. Sound. I'm doing Wolves Pick'em. Uh, it's gonna go on my mini car this week. Uh, Newcastle at Sheffield. Sheffield's favorite in this one. Yeah, what the fuck? I was like, <laughs> wait. I was like, wait. I I hit refresh. I hit refresh on yeah. the window. Like seriously, makes no yeah, sense. This isn't. But yeah, Newcastle's plus one ninety five here, and Sheffield's plus one forty for the money line. Like that scares the bejesus out of me. Like what? Does, what do the odds makers know that we don't? I'm going heavy Newcastle here, man. Newcastle are like, I mean, this is like, I mean, they're really gunning for that, you know, 13th place finish. Yeah. I mean, this, ultimately, I was like, I think this is a don't overthink it game. So I'm I'm putting a on my card too for one unit at plus 195. Beautiful. 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 This is what we need. Let's have a positive, positive energy. And now that we have consensus, it's definitely going to lose. Yes. Never go, <laughs> never go back to back. All right. Uh, Palace at Arsenal. 
Uh, I mean, Arsenal getting a ton of respect in this line on that Thursday night game. I just, I'm not ready to call it yet. And Palace are like the, the one team where it's like, got us. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, that's such an antidote for this fucking streak. Yep. I mean, I'm not ready to pick a side on this one either, but I love, 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 love the over two and a half. And I'm going to put two units on that. It is a good over. It is a good over, but ironically, I think that, I don't know. It is crazy Another clean sheet, is that what you're thinking? It's crazy seeing a two and a half over for Arsenal playing a non like top four squad. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why I was like, uh, duh. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe all right, put that on my card for one year. <laughs> See, now this is bad. Now when we convince each other, that's when we're we're definitely each other's downfalls. But you know, let's make it a party. Yeah. All right, this one I love. Uh, Spurs at Villa. Uh, Villa. Plus one eighty eight. You're getting plus odds on Spurs. Plus one forty five. This is this has Spurs written all over it, uh, dude. There's too much Grealish love now. Like now, Twitter's going bananas. Like now, like he does like a backwards pass, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's Zidane." It's a it's it's that's Zidane. true. They're like they're like feeling like he's. I mean, to a degree, he is like the engine of that team, but it's not like he's like an otherworldly all world like wizard player like he's not that he's just like he's the best player on their team and he has sweet hair that's right that's literally it that's literally it. it's such a perception is reality where people are like oh that kid must be good it's like does jack Grealish have sweet hair yes would i trade him for kevin de bruyne no yes exactly exactly that's exactly it right that's that's exactly it. Which is exactly why I I think this is I think Mourinho shuts him down, figures it out, takes Spurs plus one forty five. Easy. Wow, 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 wow. I actually kinda like that too. <sighs> Shit. Alright, I'm adding that to my card too. <laughs> Love it. I just convinced myself of that with my Grealish chat there. <laughs> All right. Those are really cards. Uh, I can go first. I have uh, Newcastle at Sheffield. Don't over, don't overthink it. Special Newcastle mm-hmm. uh, plus uh, what was it? Plus one ninety five. One ninety five. Yeah. Uh, Everton at Wolves. Wolves pick them. That's my pick. Um, Spurs at Villa. Spurs and Palace at the Arsenal. Over two and a half. Love it. Love it. Um, I'm also on the Newcastle. I'm on that Arsenal Palace over, but for two units. And then I just decided I'm on Spurs money line as well. So let's go. Let's, let's ride, baby. All right. Short week. We'll see everybody Thursday, right? We'll release a podcast Thursday, not knowing the Gunners result, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We're going to try to start to get on a regular schedule for all you listeners out there and try to do once a week and just cover the games that week since it's about to be a wonky schedule coming up. All right. Bye, everybody.
Peace.